You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Alright, welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Dice Man. I'm in... The MCC studio, my clubhouse, and our guest today is not. He is a phoning guest. We're not giving us general location. We'll just say he is in the state of Tennessee. That's what you're going to get. So we're going to welcome Grand Torino. Say hello. Hey, brother. How are you? Good. I'm glad that you're here. And uh, let me give him a little background of why I gave him this nickname we've talked on the phone previously and uh if anybody's seen the movie uh when he was growing up as a kid he did have a he had a law enforcement officer uh kind of took him in and uh i guess helped raise him up a little bit and stuff and it kind of went on the same that's what it reminded me of in the story he gave me except thank goodness no one died in the end so that's the nickname also Grant Torino, he's not a full-time officer. He did go to the police academy in the state he was in, and uh, he's done a lot of ride-alongs and stuff like that. But uh, he ended up didn't go full-time, but he does have some stories and stuff. He did go to the academy. So welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you, Ice Man. I, I greatly appreciate you having me here tonight, and uh, can't wait to tell a little, tell a little bit about uh, – what's going on in my life and, uh, what we've, uh, what we've experienced. It's, uh, I'm sure it's going to be a fun episode. No, oh, yeah. So we spoke for a couple hours before, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, and he had some good stories. I, I was intrigued and you want to tell in the state of Louisiana here, you not, you're not allowed to go to police Academy unless you've already been hired on at an agency or something like that. But from what you told me, I understand you actually paid out of pocket yourself to go to the academy. Yeah, absolutely. I um, uh, I paid out of pocket um, uh, several several thousand dollars, um, probably more than several thousand dollars. But uh, but uh, we paid uh, paid out of pocket, and uh, you know it's one of the best uh, best experiences I ever had in my life. Did you enjoy the academy? Brother, I, I will tell you, I, I enjoyed it 100% and would go back tomorrow. Me and him have different aspects on that. Cause <laughs> yeah. I, I, enjoyed sure it, I enjoyed Academy when I went through it in my 20s. Uh, getting ready to be 50. And trust me, I, I, I do not want to have to go back to another police academy at my age. <laughs> it it, no, it has changed that. a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. it, it's a... Uh, 
it's changed to 100 percent i think since since i even went through it um uh, but it was uh it was a an enjoyable time and um i you know i would i would go back tomorrow and, and redo it and and have the uh have the experience that uh that i had when i went through it was uh it was the most amazing time of my life speaking of academy well Listeners know uh, Moose Knuckle. I haven't forgot. He's still in Academy. I spoke to him, I think, Thursday evening. He is, uh, he don't have the same outlook on Academy as Grand Torino does. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> I think he said he would, he would rather eat a bucket full of broken glass than have <laughs> to keep doing it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a life changing experience. It, uh, it teaches you, uh, teaches you a lot of things. It teaches you how to be a man, how to be a woman. Um, it, you know, it, it brings things up in life, of you know, how you've not, uh, how you've not progressed in the way that you should have. Um, but, uh, but my time in the, in the Academy was, uh, was very, very eye-seeing and very opening uh, in in the way that uh, you should hold yourself, the way you should um, you should conduct um, conduct yourself as a person. It was a it was a great experience. Good. If you don't mind, if you want to give the listeners, uh, you don't have to give a, a long one or nothing. Just a little short background on why I gave you the nickname that story. Like I said, you don't. Have to, of course, you give. You know, make up a nickname, choose names or whatever. But I was pretty moved by the story of the the law enforcement guy that kind of like took you under his wing when you were a kid and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, uh, when I was a, when I was a young kid, um, I had some, um, you know, some, some very bad experiences, uh, with my father. Um, so I, I, you know, I kind of took my, my mother, under you know as a young kid you know it's kind of hard to say but I, I took my mother under my wing because um, you know i didn't really have a choice but uh we, we moved when i was when i was young we moved to uh to seattle washington um and and things didn't work out you know they didn't work out there so we moved back home and uh we moved to a place um and uh we we moved and we settled in and, uh, there was a guy that, uh, lived right beside of us. And I, I noticed, you know, as a young kid, he had a, uh, he had a patrol car in his, in his, you know, in his driveway. And, uh, that, you know, that kind of took me as a surprise. And, uh, and from there, uh, you know, I would go, you know, I'd go over in the yard and, and, and look and see what he was doing. But he was running, uh, he, he run a body shop. Um, you know, he doing, doing body, body shop work on, on friends' cars. And then he would, uh, he would have, you know, people come over and ask him to do work. And, you know, at this time I was, you know, 15 years old and, and, uh, you know, had no place in life, didn't know what to do. So, uh, I just went over one day and asked him, I said, 
sir, you know, you, you know, I see you're, you know, you're a sheriff's deputy. Is there anything I can do to help you? And uh, he said, yeah, yeah, come over, come over and help me. I'd love to, you know, love to have the help. And, uh, and that's where it all started. That's, that's just great. That this man that didn't have to did that, but that's, that's why kind of like a lot of people have seen the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. It, I think it, I think I watched it either on Netflix or Amazon Prime recently. Of course, I've always been a Clint Eastwood fan, you know. Dirty Harry, make my day, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Was that five shots or six shots? <laughs> Do you feel lucky, punk? For sure. <laughs> For sure, that's that's exactly what it was. Yeah, but uh, that's the background why he got his nickname. And uh, you did used to do ride-alongs with him, kind of what got you in interested in it. Yeah, so um, so I, I met this guy when I was um, I, I would say I guess fifteen years old. Um. You know, I, I never really had a, a good father. And, uh, you know, I was living and, you know, I was working at 14, 15 years old to take care of my mother. And uh, and we moved in there. And, uh, and you know, I met, I met this man and uh, such a, you know, such a great, great person. And uh, he, uh, he took me in, took me under his wing. And, um, I, you know, when I was in high school, I had some, you know, I had some, some mental problems. Um, you know, I, I have no, uh, no qualms or quarrels to say that, you know, I didn't, um, you know, it is what it is. I think we all at some point do have them. Um, it's just how we deal with them. So, um, I worked with him for, for several years and it, you know, the biggest thing he told me, he said, uh, you know, he couldn't have kids at the time. And he told me, he said, son, he said, uh, he said, I know you're having problems. I'll be here for you. You know, this is several, several years into, uh, to meeting him. He said, son, uh, you know, I'll be here for you, whatever you need. He said, but, uh, I'll make you a promise. He said, uh, if you graduate high school, which I was, I was definitely not on the not on the way of graduating high school. But uh, he said, if you graduate high school, and I used to go over, it's kind of a funny, funny thing. I used to go over and you know, I would wash this patrol car every week. I'd go over and wash the patrol car and uh, and make sure that thing was shiny. Uh, he said, you graduate high school. He said, uh, the day you graduate high school, I'll start taking you on ride-alongs. And, uh, and the day he said that, that, uh, that turned my world upside down. And I said, I don't care what I have to do. I will graduate high school. He gave you some incentive, something to, something to work for. That's exactly right. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's what, uh, that's what put me on the path to, uh, to be a better person, to, uh, to, to push forward and, and make things different. That's, that was the, um, that was the calling that I needed and, uh, and I got it and, you know, 
um, mental health or not, you know, that that's what I needed was uh, was for somebody to step up and say, hey, I've got your back. I've got your six, uh, you know. But he also he, he also wasn't easy on me, you know, he, he wasn't easy. Uh, he said, you graduate high school uh, the day you graduate high school. You know, I'll uh, I'll sign the waiver and and you'll be riding with me. Well, I bet you that first one was uh, probably super exciting for you, huh? Dude, it was uh, <laughs> the first day was uh, the first day was absolutely uh, it was it was a different world. Um, you know, it, it's something people don't, uh, people don't understand. They, uh, you know, they take things for granted. And the first day I, you know, I, I went into roll call with him and sat down and, you know, they went through roll call. Um, it was a different world. Yeah. Well, most of the general public and civilians don't realize, especially in today's day and age where, you know, the cops are the bad guys and the bad guys are good guys. But when we get called, like I said, I've been doing this for 26 plus years now. And when we get called, if we go to situations, it's not because people are happy or because they're having a birthday party or, or if they haven't won, it's because somebody's fighting, shooting, stabbing each other. We always see, law enforcement always sees everybody at their worst. All we see. 99% of the time is bad, 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 bad. And That's you live, all you, you ever live, see. You live with that constantly. And it's like when we do get to see the good, which is on so, you know, not on uh, a lot of occasions, you know, I take joy in it. Like I said, uh, I need to get some more. I'm out. I, especially when I was doing uniform, uh, Bam can tell you, uh, Moose Knuckle will tell you, uh, a lot of other guys, I'm like I said, I'm always even before I even know if it was a term when I did it. I was always out in the subdivisions, communities, however you want to call it, white, black, purple, green. It didn't matter to me if I drove around subdivision or anywhere else. I saw kids outside. I stopped. I got talked to kids. I got to park. Talked to the kids. I talked to the parents. I've been asked by people uh, in the last few years. I was in the area, and they're like, well, "What's wrong? What's going on? Uh, nothing's going on." Why are you here? Patrolling, talking to people. I mean, I mean, you need anything? Everything's all right. I mean, these people in there—they they were just like in awe that that I was just out there talking to people, and stuff, and wasn't looking for nobody. I wasn't trying to arrest nobody. I was just out checking on the people. Most law enforcement people—that's when you see up in those bad areas, the high crime areas. It's not because. Yeah, we're looking for bad stuff. I'm not hunting. I'm not looking to arrest anybody or nothing like that. I want to go out there and I want to talk to people. Yeah, you know, and and, and that's that's the thing that, that that people don't understand. It's uh, it's being proactive. You know, it, you're not out there looking, you know, specifically for a crime, but if you can go out there and talk to a young child. And change their perspective on what what you're doing. You know, you're being proactive. 
you know, it's it's great to go out there and you know write tickets. It's great. To, it's great to go out there and make a rest. Because yeah, I love writing um, tickets, dude. No, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it, it's great to do all that, but it's also great to go out there and show that that an officer is not there to get you. It, they're not there to to destroy your world. They're that they have a job to do. You know. Just like, you know, you know, there's a man that that goes to goes to goes to his work and does a nine to five job at a bank or um, he goes and does a nine to five at a uh, at a factory. And that's his job. But as an officer, you have to understand that that they're there to uphold the law. But they also, you know, and, and some of them don't do it, but there's a lot of them that do they have to be proactive. Well, and, if I'm in a bad um, neighborhood, my thing is, is we have people, oh, he's, he's harassing us. No. I'm hoping my presence there. I'm just driving past you out. Just the other day, uh, me and the top were out patrolling. We were on our bikes. It was a gorgeous day. It was almost perfect. It was perfect. It was, you know, mid-60s. Sun was shining. Nice breeze. I mean, perfect. We were just out riding around. We don't get a lot of those days, especially in South Louisiana. Hot or cold right. or wet, and then uh, we were just out riding. We were on this uh, this a local parish road. There was, of course, people outside in their yards. Cause it was just gorgeous. Uh, I waved at uh, six people. <laughs> One person waved back at us, and I know what y'all probably thinking, people. Nope, nope. wasn't because I was in a black community. I was in a white community. <laughs> I looked at the tide. I was like, well, I said one out of six. I guess that's not too bad. <laughs> like, you know, it's better than like, nothing. <laughs> we're, we're toting around. I'm only doing, we're doing like 35. I'm way, I'm, I'm waving at people. Yep. Yep. When you, when somebody looks at you dead in the face, when you drive past slow and you wave at them, you know, they look at you, they don't wave back. You might as well just, you just flipping me to bird. Just politely. You just keep going. You just flipping me to bird politely. <laughs> now, sometimes when I do see people like that, I will on purposely stop and talk to them just because it pisses them off because they don't want to talk to me and they don't like me, but I'm going to stop and be friendly. And, so, and that's, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, that's, that's what you got to do because it, you know, you may, you may stop and talk to 10 people, but, at the end of the day, if you change one person's perception of who you are and what you're trying to do, that makes that makes all the difference in the world, you know? Well, the same person so, that you're flipping off, me, any love lover, you calling me a pig, tell me you fuck myself, was that ACAB, a, whatever they call it, you know, all cops yeah. or bastards or whatever. Uh, yeah. calling me 12, calling me back, calling me all this stuff. You know what? I'm the same son of a bitch that if you need help, I'm still going to show up even though you hate my guts and try to protect you with my own life. It comes down to you. So all you people out there like that, I doubt you listen to my show anyway, but we're the same people that you call names, cussing out, telling me how much you hate me. You wish I was dead and all that stuff like that. It's the same, with the same son of a bitch that if you need help, is going to come running and put my life on the line 
yeah just to, to save you even though you hate me because that and, and that's that's the thing it, it, it's like uh you know you've got all this all this rhetoric that's that's going back and forth and it's it's like you know defund the police do all this but you know what at the end of the day you go home and you go to sleep and and you're saying you you know f the police when i go home and go to sleep i go home and go to sleep with a clear conscience i'll tell anybody right i know i did the the best i could to help anybody and everybody all day long right i'm talking about the other people i'm I'm saying you got all these people that are that are you know defund the police and, and and get rid of this get rid of that but you know what at the end of the day um you know they're the ones that if they if they call nine one one, who's going to show up? It's going to be the Iceman, you know. It's going to be it's going to be one of his brothers, and I, I just don't understand that. I, you know, it's it's a it's it's a hard it's a hard dichotomy of what what is going on in this day and time. Right. Uh, I, like I said, I, everybody knows I try to stay non political. I do get on soapbox every now and then. I can't help myself, but. <laughs> It's it's just the truth, especially like I've been seeing a lot of crap in the news, and you know, like I said, I, I don't talk about it on here, but trust me, bam, here's plenty of it when I'm at home bitching or about it or watching something on YouTube about it or something like that, you know, because like I said, once all this crap started, you know, I got rid of my cable and just kept the internet, so. Yeah. I'll catch up on a little news bits here and there on YouTube and stuff like that because I just got I just got tired of all the the bullshit on regular TV. Of course, there are some stuff that we're missing. We have to do something about it. She's big on uh, the Chicago trilogy stuff. If I've explained to her that you know Severat is not a real firefighter, she she would say she would like <laughs> she would like leave me in a heartbeat if Severat showed up. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> she leave you. She done. <laughs> She's out. Yeah, whole ride. Right. It, what are you listening to over there, Bam? Bleeding over. Because you still have a hot mic right there by you. <laughs> Where you at, Bam? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go into a little rant. You know, I do my rants. Do your We're rant, gonna brother. We're going to get this shit started early. Tell you what aggravates it, don't piss me off. This don't piss me off. This aggravates the holy fucking shit out of me, people. And I'm sure everybody's had dealings with it. It's like when you're talking to somebody. I pulled this guy over the other day, and when I'm talking to you and I'm telling you something, you do not have to repeat every fucking word I just said right back to me like you're a parrot. Like I, I, I know what I just said. You don't have to repeat it back to me so I make sure I hear it. I don't know if it's a bad habit people have or some people do it to remind themselves. Oh, that drives me fucking insane. I had a guy the other day I was on track stopping. Every time I'd say something to him, he would say it right back to me exactly how I said it to him. And I'm just like, just, just, just pissing me the hell off. It's like, stop doing that shit, people. I don't know. That would be crazy. It's like when you're, if you had a sibling or a friend, you know when you start talking and they start saying the same thing you said and how pissed off you get. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like is this a fucking echo? Stop! Shut you're, the you're, fuck up! You're not Polly. 
Polly, you want a cracker? No, here, Polly's yours. Your ticket. Stop repeating everything I say. <laughs> that dude yep. drove, drove me up the. I was like, oh my god! When I walked away, got back in my unit. I was like, I said, where's where's my damn notebook? After my, and I wrote it down. I was like, I got to write this shit down because this dude just just like hurt me. <laughs> I'm gonna smack myself in the face just to get rid of this shit. Oh yeah. Well, look, I do ask some everybody some questions. I know, I know you, had, you don't pull people over, so I'll leave that one out. But what is your 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 favorite restaurant to eat at? Oh, brother, we got a place down here called Sono Taco, um, and they're just uh, they're kind of a uh, they just. They do tacos, burritos, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's just kind of a, a little hometown so taco I where, joint. I know where you at every Tuesday night then at Taco it, Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. If it's not there, it's uh, you know, it's the Olive Garden. The old lady loves the Olive Garden, so it was all in breadsticks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it's exactly what it is. Oh, bam! She, she's a carbaholic over here. She loves loves her carbs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the carnivore diet, so so it, it's it's so hard to go out and you know eat eat all this stuff she likes, but uh, you know sometimes you have to do it. No, we trust me over here at the ice at the ice house. We ice we have house, uh, yes, we've been watching what we eat because since the COVID shit happened, we were going to gym pretty good. I put on like twenty something plus pounds. I know Bam's upset because she she gained some weight, but she had sinus surgery. I think I talked about that in one of my early episodes. And they had they had her on these uh, steroids for over a year, which it ain't the good steroids that make you build muscle. It's the other ones that make you gain weight. So trust me, I've I got to hear her. You know, I'm so fat. I'm like, you look good, baby. No, I'm so fat. I'm like, oh my god. So no, sweetheart, you, know, you look beautiful. So no. But anyway, we we, <laughs> we eat a lot of we eat a lot of baked chicken, broccoli, and baked fish, and, and we're in South Louisiana, so for us not to fry shit in in bacon grease, that's hard for us. Let me tell you what. But I do believe I think I lost a little bit of weight. I think my my uniform pants felt a little bit looser in my duty rig. And anybody who wears a duty rig knows that you can tell when you're gaining weight or lose weight because they are unforgiving. They don't have no, nothing. They, they don't stretch. Sure. They don't stretch. They don't give. So if you you can tell. So unfortunately, we we are watching what we eat. We did eat some gumbo tonight at Fluffy's house, and uh, it was it was pretty good. He he did a pretty good job. I wish he'd have used bigger sausage. He used a tiny sausage. <laughs> I like big. I like the bigger sausage. It was like a uh, chicken gumbo. I prefer the the seafood gumbos. I did a what seafood? Oh, that's right. He don't fluffy. Don't eat seafood. He's a fireman. He can't help himself. He play. He play. <laughs> he plays with hoses all the time. He's we, a hose we, man. Yeah, yeah. We I pick him all the time. He's my stepdaughter's uh, boyfriend, and uh, you know he's a fireman. I'm a cop, and I was picking on him night. He said something about you know cops, and I was like, yeah. I said just remember. Fluffy, we had to. Uh, we, you want to call us to make everything safe before you can actually go in and do anything. <laughs> before uh, you can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, but I pick him. He, he, he's a decent little guy. He's starting yeah. to impress me a, 
a little bit more every day. I wasn't too happy when he first started dating, but he he's doing much better. So take if, if you listen to Fluffy, uh, if you do listen, take what it is, but watch yourself because I have a gun and you have a water gun. You have a squirt hose. Okay, <laughs> don't bring a water hose to a gunfight. <laughs> You're gonna lose. So That's you did sure. you did tell me a story that I still thought about was uh I don't remember the name of it, but it could almost be a Jerry Springer episode. I'm pretty sure you you know what story I'm talking about. Uh, are, yeah, I'll. Uh, are you talking about the uh, the the two brothers? Yes, the two brothers. The two brothers. <laughs> oh Lord. So I, I won't tell their their names. No, don't uh, use their names. Just we'll just yeah. use them as the two brothers. We'll, we'll call I'll, them. I'll, we'll call them I'll Bubba call them One them. and Bubba Two. <laughs> Bubba One, Bubba Two, or the hose. Um, so we went out one night, uh, got a disturbance call. And, uh, so we show up just a disturbance, wasn't domestic violence or anything. And we get out there and, uh, so one brother got the shit beat out of him. I mean, had the absolute shit beat out of him. And so we pull in and, and, uh, the main, the main suspect come out and, uh, he didn't really have, you know, he had some mental issues. I think the whole family had some mental issues, but, uh, Oh no, I, he I heard a story that that's <laughs> not a thinking thing. This is straight up. Thinking. I'm pretty sure they could be certified, but <laughs> uh, I, 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 brother, I think they were certified in the state. <laughs> they, uh, so, uh, so we get there and, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's, uh, one of those things you get called there about every every two weeks or so. He come out and said, "Well, whoop shit out of my brother." Well, why? Well, what'd you do that for? Well, I got home from work and uh, and uh, my brother was on top of my mom, and it wasn't his turn. It's my turn. What? What the hell do you mean it was your turn? Well, my brother was fucking my mother, and uh, and by God, it wasn't his turn. I just got off work. It's my turn. So I just whooped shit out of him. Um, you want to clarify that? Yeah, I whooped the shit out of my brother. He's inside. So Who's inside the house or inside his mama? <laughs> no, he, <laughs> I think he was inside both. <laughs> he was inside both, and uh, and so he, uh, you know, we uh, done the initial the initial investigation, and that, that's where it went. He uh, he whooped the shit out of his brother because his brother had fucked his mother, and uh, and it was not his turn. So uh, so he. Unfortunately for him, well, fortunately for him, he uh, he got a got a free free meal and in several nights in in a, in a hotel uh, granted to you by the uh, by the county that we're in. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun night. And the other brother was still at home with mommy. Yeah, and uh, and you know you, you know you don't know. I, I mean. That's what you call uh, some. That those are true motherfuckers right there. 
Just straight that, up. That, they, brother, they, that, was he having sex brother, with her? Or was he actually oh, just yeah. trying to get back into where he oh, came no. from? He, he was straight <laughs> up. He was straight up having sex with his mother. And the other one come home from work. And, uh, and, these, people, and seen, these people have any teeth. Uh, no, I, I no, think they didn't the have only, a full set between all three of them. I bet. No, the only <laughs> tooth that they, I mean, it, they would have to be watching TV to have teeth. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, th- there was no teeth left. And, uh, and then he got him in the, in the patrol car and he said, well, you know, he was already at this point, he, uh, he had already whooped the shit out of his brother for fucking his mother because he didn't have, you know, he didn't get his, his choice. He wanted uh, to be first that night. He, he wanted to be first that night. And then we get him in the patrol car and uh, he said, well, you know, he's already drunk. He said, where are you taking? You taking me to the hotel? And, uh, yeah, yeah. We taking you to the hotel, buddy. For sure. We got you a double you suite. Get, <laughs> yeah, you you gonna get uh, you gonna get a free meal, and uh, and Bubba may may talk to you here in just a little bit. You know, that's messed up. Like I said, that's some, so, that, uh, that's some messed up people right there. When you fighting your brother over who's gonna <laughs> screw mom first, there was no daddy in the picture. I assume. No, absolutely no daddy, and it had been like that for years. They had fought over who was going to get Mama first. God, uh, I assume Mama and, wasn't uh, a looker. Well, uh, no, I mean she she more like a uh, like a you remember them old cars looked like a gremlin. <laughs> what the gremlin uh, car themselves? Or? Yeah, yeah, she she kind of like that, but uh, <laughs> just with the front end tore out and uh, <laughs> and and the back end broke off. You know what I mean? Jeez. Yeah. See, they have to come from somewhere, people. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all over the country. It ain't gonna stop. <laughs> God, just that's. I gotta say one thing. In all my years, I, I've never had anyone fighting over having sex with their mom. Just, I'm, I'm surprised. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean. I guess y'all could have charged them with the incest, but they were all grown. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just, it, it, it's, hard, it's, it's it, hard. Would it stop anyway? I mean, you got to prove it. Everybody's going to say, oh, we were just joking around. So, I mean, they're not going to. It's just, that's just some crazy shit. Did they live? It, it's, it, <laughs> it's, it's hard to charge them with it when, when they're all capable, you know? Yeah, they're, they're all, all grown. They're all grown adults consenting. I mean, you. You know, you can't really, you can't really do anything with it if they're right. all capable and they, and they all want it, you know? So, wow. um, see, that's a new one for the books. There's some sick, but it was, uh, there. I'd never, it was, I don't know. I've, I'm, my mom, of course, my mom's passed away in deceased and I have, I have children and stepchildren. I, I've never just looked at them and said, yeah, well, just go crawl up in bed. No, no, no. Oh, no. These, these were, uh, uh, I just got off work. It's my turn. It's not your turn. Yeah, I mean, mom just lays there all day. <laughs> Bubba yeah, one, I mean, that, you up, Bubba <laughs> one. That's pretty much what it was. I mean, it hell, was, at, uh, at the point they were at, why didn't they just all three just get in and romp together? They could save some time. They could, they could be done by the time Wheel of Fortune got on or something. <laughs> For sure, that's that's exactly right. <laughs> but no, the, they were they wanted their time alone with Mama. 
That family tree didn't have many branches on it. At all. I just hope they that, didn't have no children with their mother. Oh, uh, I think I think all the damn branches fell off long ago. <laughs> it was rotten. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's for sure. So that's the first time story. I, I, I always ask. We hadn't discussed or nothing. Did you ever go any calls with like naked people? Because this is my thing. Because uh, the free bird. Who don't you know work for free, kind of like you've done? He's never had that naked call, and I love asking people about the naked call because he listens. He helps co-host sometimes, and he still yeah. has not had a naked call. Well, we and this will go back. I, I, there's several stories of of shit that I've done not to help somebody just because it was funny and I knew they wouldn't be hurt. Um. But there, there was one. There's a naked guy that that comes into mind, and and uh, yeah, there was a naked guy running around outside of a house, and uh, I was there, and uh, and, and kind of watched it go on. And he, I think he just, I don't know, I think he had some mental issues, and and uh, and we really don't like chasing naked men. I mean, a nutsack in your face, just, just, yeah, you, you know, just don't live yeah, that yeah, down. Yeah. You don't live that it, down. It, it's, it's not a fun thing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a guy, guy's running around and, you know, he's not a domestic, but it's a disturbance. He's, you know, and uh, so we let him go, go take care of that. And, and he's like, motherfuckers, why didn't you help me? He's like, bro, you had it. You, you, <laughs> You got it. Yeah, you got that. Good job. I mean, <laughs> the, the, you know, you didn't need us. You were strong, motherfucker. You got this shit. Be like, you dude, know? you were cock strong. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you had cock in your face. Yeah, you were like, cock. You, you were that cock strong. You go. had cock in, you know. So, no, at that point, you just, you know, if you know there's there's no, dan- no danger to anybody else, you you got it. Yeah. Go ahead, have fun. If you're naked, be careful if you get tased naked because you don't want one of them barbs in your picker. Oh no shit, man! <clears throat> we we had a la- we had a lady naked on top of a damn camper one night. Oh lord, that was that was that was a bad deal. On top of the camper? On top of a damn uh, RV. Uh, well, not an RV, but a camper that sure you pull behind a truck. Drugs or alcohol was or both was involved oh, in that they're, situation. They're, 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 there was meth involved, and she got tased and fell off the camper. And I don't know. Um, I don't know if she come fully out of that situation in a uh, in a right frame of mind. But that's, uh, a, that's a good little drop right there. <laughs> yeah, she was on top of the camper, um, naked as hell. And, I don't know if I'd have tased her off the top of the camper. Uh, well, she was throwing shit off the top of the camper. <laughs> was it literally so, shit or? <laughs> no, she, she, uh, for some reason, I mean, you know, when people are on meth, they're, uh, in a different mind. Oh yeah. And they, they're strong uh, as hell too. Oh, good Lord. They're not they are strong as hell. People high but on she, drugs do not feel like normal people do they don't feel pain and no. they're stronger and like I said, 
a lot of people think, well, why'd y'all do this? Why'd you do that? Well, have you ever fought a crackhead or a meth head? Oh, no? Well, okay. No. Well, have fun with that. See how that works well, out. It, it's like that video from, I mean, there's a video from like five or six years ago of a, of a black man that was on um, Angel Dust, naked as hell, and it took 15 officers to get him down. I mean, what's that tell you right there? Oh, I've I mean, been in situations. I'm not a small guy. I'm six foot, and right now I'm about 300 pounds. But usually I've run, if I can get back at the gym, I'm usually running about 260 or something like that. I'm, I'm not as, and I'm not a tall, I'm not lanky. I'm, I'm, you know, I got a little gut on me now, but I'm only 50. But especially my younger days, I mean, I was in the gym all the time. I was bench pressing 400 pounds. I have proof yeah. of it. And the ticket master can tell you because he used to work out with me. I was I was in good shape. And you tell you what, I've snatched a hold to some people before. I'm glad help showed up. And these were some you know, 145-pound motherfuckers that usually I could have tossed around like a rag doll. And everything I did to them, everything I did that, they should have been screaming in pain, locks, all the tactics, nothing would work at all. No, they will fuck you. They will fuck you up. I don't care. I don't give a damn if they were 80 pounds. They will fuck your world up. Oh, let me tell you what, an 80 pound woman high on some kind of drug, something that's like grabbing a hold to a fucking wild cat out there. They will, they will tear the shit out of you. Them little women. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're terrible. And you see them people. Oh, look, look, people. Sometimes, oh, look at that big sloppy fat motherfucker. Yeah, let me tell you about them big guys. They ain't even got to be high on nothing because that big, giant, sloppy motherfucker you're talking about, think about it. He's toting all that weight around. You think he's not strong underneath that fat from toting all that weight around? Me and me and Bam, with one gym we used to go to, there was this guy used to come in, and he, he was a very overweight guy. I remember the first time he walked in there, we were on the treadmill. Very overweight guy. And, uh... That dude started lifting weights, and, and Bam looked at me and said, Jesus Christ, this motherfucker was a beast with his strength. You hear me? This dude was lifting like crazy-ass weight, and he was only about 5'6", and about that wide. Crazy strong. So y'all go ahead and judge. So when I see them big guys like that, he's 5'6", he's and, you know, 290, 300 pounds. I'm like, yeah, God, I hope I don't have to fight that dude. Because I, I know – I know he's going to be strong. Oh yeah, the smaller the smaller they are, and the bigger they are. The, well, the little ones you got to see. I'm a bigger guy. I got to watch them little guys because little guys are quick. I'm not quick. They can throw punches way quicker. I can't. I'm not. You know, like the little featherweights. Yeah. They they fast. Yeah, we we definitely stronger than they are, but they they quicker at yeah, I got to get my hands on you and wrap you up because yellow ass. I mean, I'm. I'm always thinking about shit like that. Cops are always thinking about shit like that. What if running scenarios, scenarios through your head and on and on and on talking about naked people. Why this is on my mind for my CLS forgets. We, you know, Oh, by the way, I know it's released Sunday. Happy Halloween. Everybody. I hope everybody had good trick or treating. We took, uh, one of the granddaughters trick or treating. She's three. First, we, she was with her dad last year, so we had her for her first Halloween, which was not fun. She was walking. She's had a good time. Let me tell you what. They had this lady. She was dressed up as a 
a pink lady, like from Greece. She had the pink lady jacket on and all this stuff like that. I say what? She's probably about five, three, five, four, probably around 200 pounds or so. And uh, she had this very, very short, short mini skirt on. Heavy set lady. I'm not saying she wasn't. She wasn't super fat. She she was heavy set. She had a very very short mini skirt on. Okay. Well, we're walking down the street. I got to. I'm think I'm holding the grandbaby's hand or something. Well, this woman is. She bends over, and I happen to look, and I'm like, when she bent over, she she the, her short like the the short skirt like came all the way up like over everything, and she had no drawers on. She had. No, she had zero drawers on, and th- this shit is shining out. Well, I turn around and look at Bam, and she looked at me and said, shut up. Don't say it. Don't say it, because she knew I was about to say it. Then oh, then a little bit later, she was like, I was up. We were all up off the road at this house getting it, and she bent over again, and all the people were in the street, and they had a whole another family with about eight people sitting in their driveway. She bent over for a long time, and the, the pink lady was showing everybody the pink. And I looked over there. Oh, my, my father-in-law's over there, who's in his seventies, and and these other people. I looked over there. I'm about. I'm laughing my ass off because I know because all their eyes are just ginormous, huge bogan out their head because she must have been bent over for like forty five seconds and like said. Everything God's glory, she was showing it. And as as I said in previous stories, it's the ones you don't want to see or the ones you see. You know, it's not like an old school Pamela Anderson bending over with all her glory showing. Everybody be like, damn. Everybody was going like this. They were going, damn. She needs a long skirt. It's like, and she, it, it was chilly outside night. It was in the high 50s. So I know she had it to feel. It wasn't chilly for her. I know she had to feel the air blowing up, airing her stuff out to the world. We actually no, changed. It, was, it we, was chilly for her. We actually changed our route for trick-or-treating to get away from her because I think she'd probably do it on purpose. She had to be doing purpose. She had no, because she, she kept bending over, over. I was like, we got to go. I mean, because it's like one of them things. Is, was it good looking to look at? No. But are you going to look at it? Yeah. Just like everybody does rubbernecking when they're going down the road. They're going to turn and look at the damn crash. You can't help oh, it. Oh, yeah. You're going to look at it. So, <laughs> you got to. So, Freebird, uh, She'd come trick or treat and win us. At least you got some kind of naked story. You didn't even get that one, even though you wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was tonight. And I, I just had to say, I was like, oh my God, it was my father in law's face was just classic. Though. I wish I could have taken a picture of that. It, it was just classic. So, uh, got any more funny stories? Man, there are so many. Well, not funny. We got some some ugly and. Well, let's try to stay away from the ugly for right now. And uh, yeah, you got any uh, that's not maybe not funny, but just on the light side, something like that. Oh, yeah, I got one. Here, here we go. So, um, so I was um, with a guy that was an SRO, and then. Through the summer, he uh, he worked um, 
He worked traffic. And then we. Uh, Best division. I, By the way, everybody, uh, if you don't know, SRO means school resource officer. So, go ahead. Sorry. So I, I had to ride with him one night because my buddy was working. He was a liaison for a uh, U.S. Marshals. So he was going to serve warrants one night. And he's like, hey, just ride with this guy. And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, SRO, you know, no, he knows his shit, but. Uh, Lollipop. But how, but how much, you know, he, he had been he had been a road officer for, uh, you know, several years and then turned into an SRO, you know, just to get that nine to five. Yeah, a lot of the guys. And, the, usually, it's the older guys towards the end of their career want to do that. But and that that was the funny thing. This guy was younger. He was, you know, he was in his, you know, uh, shoot, I mean, mid mid thirties, I guess. Did he have a family? He's, yeah, yeah. And he that, did. That's probably why he took. It. If he had wife and kids, because uh, yeah. school resource resource officers have. I mean, I can't say that I have a great schedule being a motors, but school resource officers also have a very good schedule. Oh, they have a great schedule. Days, yeah. weekends off, holidays. I mean, I mean, I'm lucky. I'm I'm off this coming up Monday and Tuesday. Uh, holidays, courthouse is closed. I'm off, so I'm lucky. Uh, uniform guys don't matter. You work holidays if you schedule to work. So yeah. that's probably why he took it. So my buddy was off serving a warrant with uh, with the marshal service, and he's like, "Hey, you want to ride tonight?" So I rode with him for a couple hours, and. Uh, and he's like, hey, you know, marshal service called me. I've got to go serve a warrant. And and that's a whole other story because it's absolutely hilarious. Um, but uh, he's like, hey, can you, you do you want to go home or do you want to, you know, you want to ride with this guy? And I was like, oh, shit, I'll go ride. I don't, I don't give a damn. Um, so I went and rode with him. He's like, dude, I've not worked the road all summer. So if I don't do anything right. You know, just give me a break. And I'm like, give you a break. Like, hell, I'm not even a cop, <laughs> you know, at this point. And uh, so we get uh, get a call to, uh, uh, you know, we live, you know, not even, you know, where I live, but uh, mm -hmm. we won't tell anybody else. But we we live, you know, 20 minutes from the National Park. Um so we get a call to, uh, and there's a, there's a little city, a little tiny city in between us and the national park, but they only have, I think six officers, maybe seven. And that includes the chief. Um, so, you know, you, you've only got one or two officers that's working any given day, if that. So, uh, we get a call. Um, it's a domestic violence call, and it's in the national park at a campground near where we live. And uh, he's like, um, you know, he's a school resource officer off for the summer. He's running, you know, he's running, running the streets. And he's like, uh, okay, you better hang on. Well, we get uh, we get up to the spur is what we call it, is a spur, and it's it's just it's a tiny two lane road, and it is just cuts and corners and cuts and corners, and 
you know, we are absolutely flying through these cuts and corners, running emergency service, lights and sirens. Uh, I don't know what y'all call them down there, but we we call it, uh, you know, running emergency service. No, we just call it and, running code. Well, that's a, you know, emergency service or running code. And, uh, and we get about halfway up the hill and he said, uh, he said, just so you know, and I already knew what he was going to say. He said, the repeater up here doesn't, he said, we don't have a repeater close. Um, he said, uh, so our, our mics are going to cut out. Um, so we're not going to have any, any communication with a comm center or anything like that. Uh, so we're going to a domestic violence, uh, you know, up in the national park at a, uh, at a campground and we've got no service, no backup. It's just him and I. And, uh, and so we get halfway through these curves and I mean, we're running code and, the damn tires are screeching. He's feather steering. And he said, uh, Hey, just, just so you know, uh, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but, uh, here's a lock for the, uh, for the shotgun. If we get up here and shit goes sideways, um, here's a lock for the shotgun. Uh, get out and help me. I said, brother, I said, I got you. No problem. Not a problem at all. And uh, we get up there, uh, we get out of the car, walking around, and it sounds like a girl is literally being raped. So we walk around for about five minutes, get up to where the sound is coming from. It's a fucking coyote. (laughs) Were they fighting? Because I know two coyotes fighting sound like people screaming. It is, it sounds like, it sounds like a woman being either beaten or raped. It is the, it's the most horrible sound you will ever hear. It's terrible. I I don't know how it is down there, but I know up here it is. I mean, even at my house. We have coyotes and, uh, well, screech owls sound like a woman screaming in the woods too. If anybody knows Mm -hmm. what screech owl is. They'll sound, it sounds like a, a, a woman screaming in the woods, but it's a damn owl. It's a damn owl. It's a, it's either an owl or a damn coyote. And, Pan- uh, panthers make and panthers. They'll they'll make a hell. Of, they're not frequent up here. We do have some panthers in the swamp areas, and where Bam used to live, they had one. She used to live out in the swamp, and that his panther would go out there. She'd hear it screaming at night and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. They're they're. Uh, I mean, they're not so much mean. I mean, you know, it, they'll they'll. Uh, They'll fuck up a little kid or they'll, you know, they'll mess up, you know, they'll come and get cats. And, it, you know, if you've got a little dog, they'll mess up, you know, they'll destroy a dog or a little cat. And we've even seen them down here that, you know, they'll, they'll try to get old little kids if a kid's out too late. But, uh, but yeah, they're, uh, but the sound that they admit is so, it, it's, it just sounds like a woman that is getting, you know, that, that, that's got a, a, a real problem. Well, at least it and, wasn't uh, somebody. It was just a damn coyotes. But, probably but, that, but it, it was so funny because we were, we were running code all the way up there. And, you know, it took us 15 minutes to get there. 
And he's like, you know, he was worried because he was an SRO. And, you know, he don't spend a lot of time out on the road. And, uh, you know, summer come and, <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, the radio's not going to work up here if something goes south. Uh, he, here's the damn lock. Here's your key for the lock. You know, here's the button. Well, believe it or not, the- in 2020 still, people don't know. Me saying a repeater, there's a piece of radio equipment up on these towers that help bounce our radio signals to dispatch or whatever and get it. Even in 2020, there are areas in rural areas where I work at now that you may not hit a repeater and be able to get out, especially if you're on your portable. You, you're not going to get radio because it's it's just like that. And so when you get bad calls in them areas and stuff, yeah, I mean, you can get pretty damn nervous, especially if you buy yourself, you know, backups 30, well, 40 I mean, minutes away. You know, you could, you could have called to a, uh, to, to a, what you think is a domestic and you're, you know, from where we were at from the justice center, we were over 30 miles away. Um, and, and you get up there by yourself. I'm sure that, you know, if I hadn't have been with him, he, he'd probably been scared to death. Um, but just knowing that I was with him, even though I wasn't an officer, um, you know, him just saying, you know, he had the faith in me to say, hey, here's the lock for the shotgun. If shit goes south, um, you know, take this shit out. And, and basically, at the end of the day, you take care of me, you know, I, I you know, and I, oh, I told yeah, him, I said, yeah, I've done the same damn thing. I said, brother, I said, I'll be right there behind you. Whatever you need, I'll be, I'll be right there. If shit gets that bad, you need that much help, I'll deal with the consequences of uh, exactly or ride along or whatever afterwards, but I'm still in one piece. Yeah. I've had, I don't know, I don't know know if you've been on our Facebook or my Twitter or anything like that, especially for any other listeners. If you, did you post uh, that alligator video? All right, there's a video on our Facebook, Twitter, parlor. That damn account. alligator going across the damn road? Yes, that big alligator. Well, Fucking hell, dude. That, it, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's sad because about, I think it was last week. I forgot to mention it in the last episode. Last week is on the news, is in the news, the local news. Somebody, probably some fucking teenagers, went and shot that alligator in the head with a fucking bow and arrow. Killed it and just left it laying there in the bayou, dead. Are you kidding me? This was a twelve and a half foot alligator. Damn. That and if you notice, if you go back and look at the video, if you look at the back of his tail, he has a notch in his tail. That area where we where we're at used to have used to be like a alligator rescue refuge type place that has since went out of business. And the reason we were that close to that alligator had been hand fed. He was used to people, so that. But but they they just shot this twelve and a half foot alligator. It was old as shit. So and they didn't. It, it ain't like they shot him for the meat. They didn't shoot him for the hide. Because believe it or not, an alligator hunter would have loved to get him. Because that was a, that's an expensive ass alligator being that big. That's oh, a, yeah. that's a lot of hide for purses, boots, and all that stuff to make it up. It's a lot of meat on him tail. They left that alligator. Just it was a thrill kill. That's a thrill kill. They killed this well, alligator see. for the hell of it. Well, Wildland Fishers, they're, they're actively, they're, they're trying to find out who did it because they found out who did it. That's a felony. They they go, they get a chance. They go, it just pisses me off because, well, you know, I understand hunting, fishing, 
and you got to keep animal populations down. Me personally, I'm not a hunter. I, I don't enjoy. I, I was a hunter as a kid. As I'm older, I have friends that hunt. Good with them. I'll get meat from them. I'm not going to sit my ass up in a tree and freeze to death to shoot Bambi. Bambi. <laughs> right there with you, brother. Bambi's taste good, and I will eat Bambi. I'm just not going to kill Bambi. I'm not going to kill it. Nope. I'm I'm right there with but, you, brother. Uh, I, but this thrill kill on this alligator, it, it just pisses me the hell off because I mean, he 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 don't he didn't bother nobody out there. We had to go get him out the road every now and then. He didn't attack people. He wasn't trying to kill nobody. It just pissed me the hell off. And I hope they find them little. Ba- I'm pretty sure it's kids. Hope they find these little bastards and charge the shit out of them. If, if it's a grown up, if they're adults, they probably won't go because everybody gets slapped on the wrist and gets probation. But yeah. I wish they get a fucking present. So I just want to throw out that that so that video of that alligator walking across the road. There won't be no more of him because somebody decided to kill him for no fucking good reason. I say that's a fucked up thing. You know, we we've got people down here. You know, we got people down here that hunt. They hunt for food. Uh, you know, because they just they don't have the the ability to. I mean, they have the ability, but they don't they don't make enough money to support their family. You know at the end of the day and so they go out and hunt and that's great you know i'm i'm all for that i'm all for the hunters like i said i have nothing against it but if you kill something kill it because you're going to eat it yeah don't just either that or don't just kill it to leave it there to rot and say okay yep i shot it to take a picture with it and leave well see i've got a guy there's a guy that i went to high school with and um he prides himself in being being a trophy hunter and uh so basically he'll go out and kill the biggest buck in town. Um, and for his head, dude, dude, he will spend, I mean, two weeks trying to find the biggest buck he can in town and he'll kill it and he'll cut the horns off of it and leave. I mean, he'll leave a buck just to just to rot away. And See, I like, can't stand people like that. If you're gonna if you if you're gonna kill it, that's fine, kill it. But at least you just cut. You just wanted to show. Oh, I killed this big deer. At least take the meat or take it and give it to some. I mean, some. I don't know about give where it you to at. a church. See, you know? Some of these homeless shelters will take the meat and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. But you yeah. just waste. You, that's to me. That's a thrill kill. What he did for trophy hunting. That's just. Yeah, and that's that's why nobody likes him. You know, give it to a homeless shelter, give it to a church. You know, put it up in your truck and give it to a church. Let them. You know, there's there's plenty of people around here that will that will butcher that deer, cut it down, and and get the meat and give it to homeless people. Yeah, if we uh, have if we have people hit, we, especially it's getting colder. It's gonna be deer season. Might might be already. I don't know. I'm not under, but we. We get people that hit deer with their vehicles all the time. Yeah. A lot of times it, it messes the car, but it kills the deer. Well, we'll call somebody. I'll, I'll, I can I can make some calls, and somebody will come out and pick this deer up and process him and eat him. So at least, you know, we're just not going to leave him laying on the side of the damn road, rotten. Yeah. Like a lot of people will. be. So, I mean, this guy could do the same thing. He's just, That guy's a dude. You probably don't listen to you, but you're a dick. You know who you are. Oh, he, he's yeah. a yeah. He's a, people. Bam would uh, like yeah. Bam would claw his eyes out because she's a big animal lover and she's not against hunting, but doing shit like that, yeah, yeah. 
I'm not against hunting either. I just don't do it myself personally. Yeah, I used to. I, 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 I eat I just, meat. Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm on a carnivore diet. Oh, yeah. I, love, I, I yeah. love my meat now. I couldn't be no vegetarian. <laughs> Somebody said something. We went home. What y'all going to do if all the cows disappear? I said, well, eat you vegetarians because <laughs> all, cow, <laughs> all cows eat grass. That's all you eat. And so I might as well, you know, I have, I have canines for a reason for tearing meat because I'm supposed to eat it. <laughs> That's for sure. I couldn't be a, a, a vegan or, or nothing like that. I mean, I like some tofu in my miso soup, but I don't want to eat it all the time. No, no. Good Lord. I, could, I couldn't do it. Well, let me get couldn't on. Couldn't do it, brother. I'm going to get one of, one of my stories from this week. I, it's not a rant, but it, was, it pisses me over. I pull, a, I pull this one lady over, and she was doing 80 and a 60. This was, uh, I think this was, this was all Tuesday. All right, so she was nice as could be. Sweet, nice lady. I gave her a break. Uh, so I wrote her for 71 and a 60. Drop it down to the next tier on the fine she's going to get. Pretty pretty nice one because she was doing 20 over. She was nice. Like I said, she was nice as could be. Great attitude. Gave her a break. Still gave her a ticket, but, but, but I gave her a break. Well, the next one I pull over, she's doing 85 and a 60. Yeah, yeah, that's twenty five over the speed limit, which is considered in the state of Louisiana. That's considered reckless operation, which I could charge you with and put you in jail. I walk, mm-hmm. up, I walk up to her, tell her why I pulled her over, and the first thing out of her mouth is that she was follow- I was just following traffic. I'm like, great. Well, how can you be following traffic when there was nobody fucking in front of you? You were like leading the pack. You were the number one Uno car. So, no, you weren't following shit unless you were trying to catch up with everybody. Okay. Just had a pissy attitude. Like, I'm wasting her time, bothering her, and everything else. Well, she didn't get a fucking break. She got her 85 and a 60. It was probably going to cost her about $300. And uh, rude people, fuck you. Uh, I walk <laughs> up. I, nice as could be every time. I say the same thing. I'm not mean. I'm not rude. I'm doing my job, but you know, sorry, I'm bothering you for you know possibly saving your life down the road for you maybe getting into a crash or something like that. You okay? Fell down again. Right. <laughs> you got some rustling going on, but no. Oh, just, I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. My she, bad. She uh, just, just rude people just piss me the fuck off. It's like I'm being nice. You be nice. Now, I will tell you this one. This happened Thursday because I'm out writing tickets. Pulled the people over. Uh, she went and do them at 71 and a 60. So it was just 11 over ticket. It was a it was a slow day. I wasn't getting no high rollers, so I took the 71 and 60. I went and made a stop. Washington tags, which is way far. Washington state tags, way far from where they're at. Anyway, I'm talk, I, I go up and get the ladies' information, female driver, older couple. Well, the man, the passenger, asked me, you know, he tells me he's a retired law enforcement officer from the uh, Seattle area, stuff like that. I said, well, that's fine. I said, do you have your retired commission? Well, did you tell him you were sorry? Well, yo, yes, I did. I said, well, I'm, I'm sorry if you're from there. And uh, I said, do you have your retired commission? And uh, he said, yeah, he did. And he showed it to me. So I'm like, all right, you know. I said, I'm going to give your wife a break, you know. 
retired law enforcement and stuff. I look at him and I said, well, I said something. I don't remember exactly what I said, but he's like, he said something, but I was my, the main part of his story was I'm shocked that I met some uh, conservatives from the state of Washington. Oh shit! Yes, and so I just had to say that you know uh, I did tell we did talk a little bit. I get told them about the podcast. So if y'all listen, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, y'all were some nice, great people. Hey, Trump twenty twenty. Uh, pray to God that uh, he does win. If not, I don't know. I might not be able to do my podcast no more because we're going to be living in a socialist, Marxist, communist shithole. So. So I'm telling you, brother. <laughs> so, but I wanted to shout out those people. They were super nice. Uh, she said their their son had actually moved to Louisiana and married a Louisiana Southern girl, and uh, still down here and likes it. So, well, hopefully, hopefully he'll, he'll be a, a conservative. For oh, long. I, 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 oh, oh, the son the son's conservative too, from what they they told me. So I well, just good. thought that was nice. Like, oh, y'all from Washington? I'm so sorry, and you know. But they they did they're they're conservatives so I thought that was strange because most of that state is not just watch the news dude that state <laughs> yeah I lived I lived in that state for a year and uh, I mean it was great while I was there but it has uh, I guess from you know from what I see on TV it's 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 turned to shit. All right, I told you a little bit about this one. We're gonna do my. In the news story, I'm going to use this little. You're not going to be able to hear it, but just you have to listen back. I'm going to start the in the news section. Okay, we're doing the in the news. Saw this story. Uh, let's see where it's from. I don't know where it's from right now. I guess it's in Michigan or something. Anyway, the, the title of it is called Law School Graduate Who Failed the Bar Exam Files a Lawsuit and Threatens to Beat the Judges Unconscious Unless They Follow Not the Got Damn Law. Not God, but the Got Damn Law. Okay. This woman, uh, Miss Crawford, she graduated 2014 from Western Michigan University at Thomas M. Cooley Law School. Uh, she went and took her bar exam and July 2015, which she failed, which I will say, and this is true, 51% of the people that, 51% only actually passed the bar exam on their first try, and they, they study and retake it. Well, Croft, Crawford didn't do that. She filed a suit. I guess she was in Mississippi, because she said she filed a suit against the Mississippi Board of Bar Association. So I'm assuming she's in Mississippi, or she just decided to sue Mississippi, which wouldn't make sense. She since has been to court to try to turn her failing grading to a passing one. Just go retake the fucking test and study harder for it. I mean, 50, you know, 49% of the people that take this fucking test fail it. And uh, it says, uh, trying to take it to court, failing grade to pass one. According to reports, if a law student fails the bar exam three times in Mississippi, they need to go back to law school. Think so, right? Three chances, three strikes, you're out rule. Interesting. Hey, you would think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't, I don't want you being my attorney. Yeah. Intersuit Crawford <laughs> said many things, including that her exam was misgraded. 
that she had discovered the state bar was involved in a cheating scheme as well as concluding with the NCBE failed unsuspecting law graduates. I don't know what NCBE is. National College of Bar Association or something. Crawford continues to get knocked down, but her court filings have gotten more and more interesting as well as elegant. I don't know why. This thing keeps popping crap up on me. For example, she referred to the justices of the Mississippi Supreme Court as proven tyrants, hypocrites, criminals, trot fassers. I guess that's how you say that word in one of her filings. That's the way they get the judges on your side. Let's call them names. Crawford laughs and laughs and laughs since these dumb fuckers had the audacity to cheat on her test on July 2015 uh, in her bar exam and questions and a questions qualifications to practice her law, something blah, blah, blah. In another filing, she says, you disgust, you disgusting fuckers are going to follow the goddamn law in this case if you have never followed the law in your goddamn life. Wow. In her last motion, she, she wrote, you shoved all this aristocratic shit all up in everybody else's face and you don't even follow the law your damn self. Crawford shall proceed to beat y'all's asses unconscious, kick your ass in court, and then kick your ass again and shake your hands when she's done. And when we get through, ain't going to be no hard feelings either. In the end, her statement appeared to be a quote from the movie Harlem Nights. I don't remember. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember. Well, you didn't ask me what my favorite movie was. Well, we'll do that. Let me finish this and we'll get it. I almost forgot. Anyway, anyway, this this is a long ass fucking story. Anyway, anyway, this Miss Crawford is uh keep suing them in with the goddamn law. And the god it's goddamn Miss Crawford. You only failed it one time. But now you done forgot everything that's been so many fucking years. Just just took the goddamn test again. Fuck. Everybody's just just I don't understand. I, I wouldn't hire this bitch anyway. You might want to go to I don't know. I think I think Target's hiring. Go, go to Target, Miss Crawford. Okay, you may. Yeah, she sounds like a fucking idiot. Oh yeah, I wouldn't want her as my lawyer. What is your favorite movie? Well, I would I would tell you, um, cliche. My favorite movie would be Top Gun. Which, how funny would that be? Well, I don't know. I, I, mean, I like that movie. We actually I watched the trailer for the, the Top Gun Maverick 2 one. That's, I, I don't know. If they were to come out in July 2020, but I don't know if they held it off or not. That shit ain't going to come out in July 2020. You want to know what my favorite movie is, and you, and you, will, you will love me for this. You say Die it's, Hard. No, it's Harley Davidson and the Marple Man. Oh, I do like that one, too, yes. That, that, open, is, that, that opening scene when he's in the store, yeah, yeah, that is that is my favorite movie, and that is one of the prettiest bikes I have ever seen. You have an old Don Johnson, yep. Remember watching Don him? Johnson, Miami Vice? No, yeah, <laughs> that's a damn good movie. Yeah, it's so old. It's like behind uh, Homecoming. 
I wanted to dress up and be Don Johnson with a suit like that. that Don Johnson. God, he must have. Oh, did see in the news today, sad fact, that Sean Connery died at the age of 90. I seen that today as well. It's like, that's Damn. You remember, you remember him in The Rock? Yes. Well, actually, we, me and Bam were watching that not too long ago. She hadn't seen it. I just remember Sean Connery. I used to be a big, big James Bond fan, and he was probably my favorite James Bond. The guy to play James Bond with Sean Connery. I haven't watched any of the new ones. The new stuff just get gets on me. But, but yeah, he's he's yeah. great. I think he was. He played seven, seven or eight. I don't know. I, I, in, loved, I loved him as Bond. I loved him as James Bond. The new yeah, one, the new one suck. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But uh, but yeah, I remember him in uh, in The Rock uh, with uh, Nicolas Cage. That was yeah. uh, that was a big one. What what's your favorite TV show? Do you, are you a TV watcher? Well, nothing until until they you know I I used to watch all the cop shows, um, and then they you know all this crap came along and they you know discontinued them. Oh yeah, cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, and I I just quit watching them. Um, you know, you can't watch them anymore. So I, I, I literally quit watching TV and just started to listen to, listen to the podcast. And, uh, well, uh, you well, know, I'm I, glad you I did. Still, that's how I, you found me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, you know what I watch at night? I, I watch, um, I've got, uh, that it's a, it's a free app. It's called, uh, Pluto TV. I'm sure a lot of people know about it, but I watch the old school. And the reason I do it is because it used to scare the hell out of me. Uh, but I watched the old school Unsolved Mysteries. The old one with Robert, uh, was yeah, it Robert Kraft? I, I think so. I remember those. I, you know, it, that shit used to scare the shit out of me. But I watched that every single night. Well, if anybody's interested, me and Bam right now, we're, we're watching Ozark on Netflix, but... At, at night, we are uh, watching the, the original Adams Family in black and white on Amazon Prime. Oh, we really? Just love it. Yeah, we love that show. Yeah, I, I love uh, uh, Longmire. Have you have you seen that? Yeah, we we just finished that, and we we finished that, and we finished Riverdale. Now we're working on Ozark. It's great. And then there's a new one that my old girl. It's kind of kind of iffy for a man but uh i think it's called virgin river um it, it's um is that on pornhub <laughs> it probably <laughs> should it probably should be my friend but it's uh it, it's an it's an all right show it's uh it, it does its uh it does its does its thing so it's all right but uh but yeah uh but yeah, we 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 do unsolved mysteries, uh, Virgin Rivers, Longmire. Uh, Longmire was great. All, we loved Longmire. Unfortunately, Longmire. they're not they're not making any more of those. So yeah, my favorite show. I've mentioned it before. They it's been canceled, but they did one season, I believe. It was uh, called Deputy. I don't know if you ever Deputy. 
I think it's on coming on Netflix or something now, but it's a, it's only one season. It was fucking great, but I think cancel culture ended up causing it to be canceled. I'm gonna tell one more story before we. Well, did you hear about Dexter? Before you tell your story, did you hear about Dexter? Did you ever watch that? I, I, I watched a few seasons. I never just like got into it when it was on. So I, I know a little bit about it. I mean, it's a serial killer and stuff. Yeah. Well, they're coming out with a new with a new one. So. Oh, are they? Yeah, you need to watch it. We may have to check that one out because that's what we do now is watch different stuff on there. Yeah. Well, let's say this last one. I pulled somebody over on Thursday. They were going 83 into 60 in and out of traffic, just like thinking they were a NASCAR or something. I was in the shoulder. I was, I, I, had, I could see them from far off doing it. Anyway, I clocked them, pulled them over. I get up there and I, I tell him I pulled him over, usual spiel. And uh, he gives me the excuse that he was just trying to get around that 18 wheeler because they were brake checking him. Well, first of all, most 18 wheelers, if you're tailgating them, they can't fucking see you. That's a little sign on the back that says, if you can't see my mirrors, I can't see you. That's because they can't see fucking mm-hmm. see you. So if you're tailgating 18 wheeler, he probably wasn't brake checking you. If he did hit his brakes, it's probably because of traffic. So I don't want to hear that bullshit. And if, if he was brake checking you, back the fuck off. You're going to go around him that fast? So I just blew it off, went and wrote him his ticket. The whole thing about it was uh, after I tell him, you know, in my whole spill when I give my tickets, like, look, by signing this, it's not admitting guilt. Oh, Stacey, you're going to pay the citation fine or show up in court on such and such a day. You know, signed by the little X. I'll put a little X on it and they'll, they'll do it. He's going to look at me and say, well, what am I signing? Well, motherfucker, oh. didn't I just pull you over for speed? And oh, hell you no. You're going to ask me what you signing? You're signing your life insurance policy over to me. So when you die, I'm going to get all your money now, okay? It's a, you're signing the fucking ticket. The ticket, people want to I'm not signing that. Well, people, by signing the ticket, it's not admitting guilt. I just told you that. A ticket is basically a subpoena. If you decide to pay the ticket and not come to court, you just admitted that you're guilty of speeding and you pay your ticket. Or you can come to court and fight me in court. But a ticket is nothing but a subpoena. Just like, if, let's say you rob the bank. You go to court. They let you out of court. They're going to give you a court date to come back whenever you do something. That's the subpoena. It's the same fucking thing. It's just we're doing it on Saturday. But he goes, well, what am I signing? Oh, come on, dude. Fuck you. Really? Excuses and stupidity. Stup- I don't know how some people pass their driving test. But anyway... We've been going for a little while. I want to thank uh, Grand Turret. I'm, I'm stuttering over myself now. You, you haven't <laughs> had too much old Smokies, have you? No, I have too many. But uh, we, We're going to have to do this again. Oh, yeah. We'll stay in touch, definitely. We, we got we got some Academy yeah. stuff that we need to talk about. Okay. And uh, Bam did mail out your stickers, so you should be getting them. And Thank you, Bam. She is our my my editor, my secretary, my mailer outer, and bitcher outer. She likes to bitch at me too. And uh, she was bitching at me well, before she, we started. She doing should that. bitch at you. <laughs> According to me, I don't think I should get it. See, we didn't get into the story of the. Uh, well, there's several stories that we didn't get into. So we'll we'll have to do we'll it have again. To do it again. 
I don't like it yeah. too long. I know when on my super long episodes, people it, it they prefer them about an hour or so. We're a little bit over that. But anyway, yeah. we, we want to thank the uh, Grand Torino. It's been great. Like I said, we're gonna stay in touch. We'll probably have them back. And uh, to all the listening stuff, you know, what I'm about to say. Uh, we got an email. Email me, uh, motorcopchronicles at gmail dot com. We're on Facebook. We're on Parlor. We're on Twitter. You can hit us up on there. Uh, oh, also, yes, I almost forgot. We we are on YouTube now. It's not video. It's just audio because, of course, I'm anonymous. But, you know, if somebody wants to listen to us on YouTube, you can still listen to the audio on YouTube also. And always remember to smile because the Iceman can be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is.